Welcome in. This is the Dream Team Fantasy Football Podcast. We're happy to have you with us. A little short staffed today, but you know, we're going to make it work. I am your host, the man, the only undefeated man in our money league. That would be me, Derek Escobar. <laughs> now, can we have you stop doing that voice? Oh, what voice are you talking about? <laughs> coming for you. And then I'm joined over here by Joshua Fleet. Love is a burning thing. When aren't we short-staffed anymore? Uh, that's a good point there. Uh, fun fact, the ring fire is about uh, anal sex after Taco Bell. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hugo is not joining us yet again. I don't know. I'm not even going to make up a lie for him. He's just he's just not here. He's got a good excuse. No, he doesn't. I don't even believe him. He says he's got a new job. I don't think he does, though. <laughs> I think he's a bum. So, uh, okay, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, please. Uh, was... I did it for as long as I could, but I can't do it anymore. Uh, welcome in, though. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into everything you need to know about week four of your fantasy football season. Um, you guys probably want to listen to me. Undefeated. Very, very undefeated. So, you know. In one of his 27 leagues. Mm, it's two of 27. Oh, Thank you. Okay. There Let's we see. Go. Let's see who's getting an ass whooping this week. Oh, it's Choo Choo Chowder getting an oh, ass whooping this week. Chowder? Yep. Oh, shit. Choo Choo Chowder going to get that ass whooping. I'm scared, actually. Um, My team is not as good as I thought it was. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's some truth. Um, looking like you're starting of Jalen Rager and Quentin Cephas. <laughs> And Sammy Watkins. That definitely makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Well, we can we can switch that right now. You know, put in T. Higgins. And uh, uh, might have to toss in Jamal Williams this week. Uh, yeah, you might have to because right now the projections has me winning by 20. So... <laughs> Oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah, but uh, we the big news is uh, number one overall pick in pretty much a majority of the fantasy leagues, Christian McCaffrey, down with a hamstring injury. I don't like it. Going to miss a few weeks. Good news is uh, Matt Rule, their coach, had said he was not going to put him on the IR. So uh, there's a there's a reasonable chance that he is he's back. In a lesser time frame, that's what that's what we can hope I mean, as fantasy players. I hope that, but it's the hamstring. It's the worst string of them all. It is. Uh-huh. It's the one that lasts around the longest. Just not a good sign. I don't like it. Yeah, not 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 very good at all. Um, the other injury news was KJ Hamler. I mean, he may have been rostered after Judy went down, but he hasn't done too much. So, um, not a huge loss in terms of fantasy, but. This means 
for me, if it, if he somehow still is available on your waiver wire, Tim Patrick is the number one pickup mm-hmm. overall. So uh, we'll get into more waiver wire here in a second. But, yeah, Tim Patrick takes another bump up. He had a great game this past week, 98 yards. Uh, almost scored on a couple occasions. Yeah. So I think he's a, he's a really good player to have on your team right now. We were trying to think of any other injury news. We couldn't really think of too much. I mean, Delvin Cook, T. Higgins, those guys all missed last week's games. Hopefully should be back this week, but just keep monitoring mm-hmm. your uh, injury reports. Yep. There was a signing. Josh Gordon was reinstated and then went and signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. We will talk about him in the waiver wire section as well, but we wanted to bring that up as the news. So, um, yeah, that we'll see how that affects the Chiefs overall. I have my opinion on it, but have, I'm gonna hold off. I have two opinions, and yeah, I'll wait then. Okay. Um, this past week we had a 66-yard field goal to win the game by Justin Tucker and the Baltimore Ravens. Sorry, Detroit fans. Yeah. Shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have, but, um, you know. But it did. There's a record. So, you know. Did it with time expired, too, which I like, to win the game. Yep. That was, that bounce. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad I was not a Lions fan at that point. Or even a Ravens fan, because, like, that bounce would have killed me. Um... There was another record, Jamal Agnew from the yep. from the Jacksonville Jaguars, 109-yard kick six, as they say, to end the half. Yep. Um, he That's now two return touchdowns for him on the year. So. I found that out. I didn't realize he had one against Denver. He did. Uh, so, yeah, two. He's pretty much already trying to solidify himself in the Pro Bowl as a specialist. Mm-hmm. And it's it's looking good so far, so. Uh, I went and signed him uh, onto my Madden team, uh, but <laughs> yeah, if, there's some leagues out there that they give uh, points for return yards. So if you're in one of those leagues, think about that. Yeah, that might be a good guy to go grab. We should do that. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't want to. No, either. that sounds too much. I think we accidentally did that in one of our first ever leagues. And it was pretty much like, I don't know, the settings got really crazy where it was like only kick returners mattered. So, Oh, wow. I think I made the championship just because I had Josh Cribbs that year. So I, I don't want to ever do that again. Yeah. Too stressful. That's smart. Yeah. Um, the other thing, not a record, but um, apparently 37 seconds is too much time for Aaron Rodgers because... That's you, all the 49ers gave him. Did you see the videos of the fans, like, of the Green Bay fans at the stadium going, oh, mm. we're fine. Yeah. 37 seconds, we're good. So, yeah, uh, if you wonder why teams want to trade for Aaron Rodgers, that is why. So. That, and I think this, two games, people need to take notice, you need a good kicker. You do need a good kicker. Minnesota, very Wake important. <laughs> Minnesota is not Can't had a good kicker. Can't be missing thirty-seven yarders when you have guys making fifty-one and sixty-six yarders as time expires. I don't think they had a good kicker since one of the old Anderson brothers, where uh, oh, Pablo wanted to be involved. Uh, he said, 
he doesn't want to talk about the Vikings because they're playing against the Browns, and that's his favorite team because they're the dog pound. Uh, so <laughs> that makes sense. We'll listen to Pablo on this one. But yeah, there's kickers. Kickers matter. A lot. Okay, more. I know there's a lot of people in fantasy that uh, say get rid of the kicker position. No, kickers matter. Okay. Let them do their job. Ask the kick king. Yeah. They matter. They matter. So, yeah, there's, you need a good kicker. You see Jamie Collins? Released. Released. Do you think he signs back with the Patriots? (laughs) I don't think so. He's 31 years old. I think he's going to be more going towards a contender at this point. Um, I don't know who it could be. Maybe it'll make their defense better. Could be, I don't know, Kansas City. They've had a pretty bad defense this year to start out. Yeah, they really need to think about that one. So we'll see (laughs) what happens with that. But we're going to go ahead and get into it. We're going to start with the waiver wires. The main waiver wire pickup probably going to be for this week is replacing Christian McCaffrey. And that will be more than likely Chuba Hubbard. Yep. The rookie running back out of Oklahoma State. Me and Josh were talking about this before the episode started. I am steering clear. Um, I'm going after him. If it's especially if it's like a fab or priority, I'm gonna stay clear because I don't necessarily believe in the talent. Mike Davis had the whole backfield to himself last year. That's why his value did. I think Royce Freeman's gonna get a lot of work as well. So I'm staying out of it. I get that there's probably gonna be. McCaffrey owners or uh, you know people that went zero RB that are going to be in on it but I will not I think you should I think you should be in on it why is that they need something else like obviously you don't game plan for an injury so the game plan they had just drastically got thrown out the window when you lose a Christian McCaffrey so I think with a whole week to build a game plan around your other guy i think it's going to benefit him it is possible they are going against uh dallas who has a pretty good defense to start out but i i just it's it's all opinion it is all opinion um he last week had 11 rushes for 52 yards not bad 5.2 5.2 average. Added another three catches for 27. So it's not terrible. He's a serviceable guy. Um, but yeah, I'm not willing. If it's a fab spending, I'm not going to put up the money for him. Personally, because well, I think, just like I said earlier, I think McCaffrey could be back sooner rather than later. And I don't want to waste all my fab. I already on a did cu- in a couple of my <laughs> leagues. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I know Chris won't be able to get him, though. Oh, because he wasted all of his money on uh, Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell. (laughs) So, yeah, Chuba Hubbard will be the... He's the number one, I think. Yeah, um, unless Tim Patrick is out there, like I said. Tim Patrick. One I do like. Let me me check on Tim Patrick real quick in terms of... Percentage-wise? Yeah. But go ahead. I'm liking... uh... I think an Emmanuel Sanders pickup. Two touchdowns this past week. He's had he's gotten the targets. He's he's up there. I think. Uh, I thought he was here. 
Sorry. But I th- I'm pretty sure he had a pretty decent week one, too. So two of his three weeks, he's I'm pretty sure he's like averaging about 10 points a week, which from the wide receiver position is pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good-looking pickup. Yeah, here he is. Uh, Tim Patrick, I just want to bring up, is only rostered in 21% of ESPN leagues. So there's a lot of leagues he's out there. And that's Emmanuel. Emmanuel Sanders is rostered in 32% of leagues. He's ranked 20th out of wide receivers. I guess he did. I guess it's the PPR leagues where I would say Emmanuel has the more value, just getting his receptions. But yeah, uh, he definitely has more. But still, two touchdowns is a tough act to follow. Yeah, especially because it's been a slow start so far for Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know he's he's getting the touchdowns, which is showing that Josh Allen likes him. Mm-hmm. I think I need court, every quarterback so far that he's had. that's ever played with him. That's why I've kind of, I've liked him just in our dynasty drafts going after him. Yeah, I mean, he's older, but. Quarterbacks worked. love the man. Yep, so definitely look for Emmanuel Sanders as well. The big name that's going to be the question mark of everything is obviously Josh Gordon going to play with Patrick Mahomes. That's a huge pickup for the Chiefs, who have been struggling to find that second wide receiver behind Tyreek that can maybe take a little bit of the heat off. But I have my personal opinions about Gordon, and I just can't believe he's getting up, like, what, fourth shot? Fifth shot in the NFL? 45th. 45th. You were close, bro. Probably. Uh, yeah, no. Nah, I just... Oh. In terms of fantasy, what do you think? I mean, one, I want to make sure he's active. In terms of, I mean, he's if he's as athletic as he, you know, what he came out to be with the Browns and everything, if he's continued to stay active, he could be there. I just, you know, it's been so long, it's hard to, and I have my frailings, and I, I fucking hate the guy. I'll just say that. Like, how do you uh, blow this many chances? Like, and so, I mean, in all reality, I'm kind of sitting here just waiting for him to do it again. Sorry, um, don't want to put that evil out there, but in terms of fantasy, I do not want him anywhere. I don't think he's gonna be even if he is the wide receiver too for the team. I'm not excited about it whatsoever. Um, I mean, everybody knows he'd be receiver three because receiver one is uh, Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, <laughs> he. I mean, his last couple times he's been in the in the league and played, you know, a decent amount of games. In 2019-ish, he had 27 catches for over a little over 400 yards. Um, Before that, he had a total of, in 2018, between Cleveland and, and his time in New England, 737 on 41 catches. He hasn't done anything for fantasy to be that relevant since his big year in 2013. That's eight years ago. I was about so, to say, that's crazy that you say it, 2013. Yeah, I'm not. That's I, outrageous. There's going to be people that are going to go grab him, but I, unless you're in a super deep league, does not interest me even in the slightest. I think I already grabbed him in one of our dynasty uh, leagues, I, too. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. I would much rather have... 
any of those guys that we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than him, it's just, he just doesn't interest me whatsoever. I don't care that he's with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Don't care. I mean, it could be huge for that team, though. I will say that. If he if he can do any bit of what he used to be able to, it'll be good for him. But I just don't see it. Yeah. So, um, in terms of... Do you have anybody else that you want to... I had uh, The other one was Christian Kirk, but like we talked about before... It's a tough one to start just because every week it's changed. But he also has averaged 10 points. So he's at, I think, over like, he's averaging about 12 points a week over the two weeks. And I mean, week one was 19, and week two was six and a half. Week three was 10.4. Yeah. And that's non PPR stat, too. He's getting targets. That's what you gotta like. I would agree with that. Um, and it's just kind of, it's hard to see who's mm-hmm. going to break out for that Cardinals receiving core. You got DeAndre Hopkins eating into everything no matter what when he's healthy. Watch yeah. his rib injury, everybody. <laughs> you got to watch it. I pulled him from my leagues. Yeah. <clears throat> Some of those injuries. It's hard with a guy like him because I feel like he's played through a lot of his injuries throughout his career, oh, yeah. so it's hard to say with that. Um, not a waiver wire guy, but I just want to bring up that and and give, as they say, give him his flowers to uh, Brandon Cooks because he's showing no matter who his quarterback is, he that guy can ball. So yeah. I just want to give a quick shout out to him because uh, you know I was looking at Anthony Miller; he got six targets last week and a touchdown, but I, I'm not willing to put anything into him at the moment you know Deshaun Jackson had a big game last week he's just the hitter he's the home run or not like yeah there's no other thing with him it's hard to say with him I'm not willing to really I'm not gonna pick him up because I'm not never really gonna feel confident playing him yeah so you know in terms of the receiver receivers there's not a whole lot of options same with running backs um, so, you know, there's, that's probably why Chuba Hubbard is so, so high right now, but how do you feel about a Naheem Hines? He should not be on any waiver wires. That's how I feel. Oh, you, you think he should be picked up? On I sh- any? He should be. He's, I mean, I have one where he's not and he's 75% ownership. So he's out there in 25% of leagues. Yeah. Yeah. I would. There's no way I would allow Hines to be in a on a waiver wire with me in it. Like, well, that's all we need to hear. So yeah, Hines is especially. No, that was the news that we missed with uh, Marlon Mack and the Colts agreeing that they are going to work on a trade for him. Oh. So uh, yeah, Hines is a big part of that offense. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't give him a ten million dollar a year contract. Yeah. And. For him to back up. They not... trust him, too. So yeah. it's like, I would imagine, like, you know, I don't wish injury, but if there was a chance that, you know, Jonathan Taylor were ever to go down, he, I think he would get the the whole work. For yeah. Him. So, you know. Well, and I think that's, so I was looking at this, you want to know why he's not picked up in this league? Because he's a PPR back. He needs his reception points. Oh, is that a stand, the standard, it's a standard league? standard one, yep. Well, that's your problem. It is. That's well. That's why he's out there. It's interesting. Yeah, 
so we'll go ahead and get into then some uh, streaming defenses for the week. Oh, I love this. Who would you want to stream on the defensive side this Give week? Me, Cincy. Cincy at Jacksonville for the Thursday night game. Uh, Cincy held up uh, Pittsburgh pretty well. They did. I mean, Big Ben looks terrible, but uh, I would. I'm already saying there's zero chance. I know I had the Steelers as a playoff team. Zero chance Steelers make it this year. Zero chance. Uh, yeah, I'm done with it. I think I didn't have a making it this year. I think I'm all good on that front. I'm willing to, you know, take my loss and. Who's their backup? Do you ever consider pulling Big Ben? If you're if you're Mike Tomlin, no, you don't. No, because I think it's still uh, Rudolph, and I'm guessing Big Ben's probably better than that punk who likes to make up stories. <laughs> We're not gonna get into that one, but all right. So yeah, Cincinnati at Jacksonville. I think Trevor Lawrence is a turnover machine right now. That's what let's say New Orleans or no, that's the Giants. Tennessee. I would say you have to consider them with with Wilson there playing against the Jets. Tennessee is definitely an interesting one. They're going to be out there in almost any league, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm looking at ours and the top 2 are Cincinnati and Tennessee, <laughs> so um I would even be looking at Indianapolis going against Miami. Uh, Kobe Brissett put up a lot of points against the Raiders, but I don't think he's going to really do that again. Um, so, so are you thinking picking up Indies D or Miami's D? Indies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking Jacoby Brissett was quarterback for the Colts. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I'm a year behind right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see a whole lot of other defenses. That I want. You think Chicago's out there in many leagues? There's a possibility. Detroit, though. No, as we were saying, Detroit's actually been competitive in every single game so far. So uh, I know they second half got away from them against Green Bay, but they've been. I mean, that's biting kneecaps as their head coach wants them to do. So. I think they're overall a tough team. I don't know if they're a good team, but they're a tough team. Yeah. So. Would you consider, so we talked about Washington's defense not being as good as we thought it was. Do you consider them against Atlanta this week? No. No? No, I don't. Okay. Um, They've just been pretty bad. I think, I think, they, I think they're one of the worst defenses in the league in terms of passing yards right now so let me take a look at their statistics they are overall ranked as the worst fantasy defense (laughs) holy crap in the league right now that's not good week one against the chargers they had one fantasy point week two against the giants they had two fantasy points week three negative eight so they have negative five points as a team. Right that now. they do. They're getting sacks, but overall they have one turnover on the year. Damn. So, um, I mean, Atlanta could be a team to get it done against. They barely scored 17 against the Giants, but mm-hmm. I'm still not willing to trust it at the moment. Yeah. And Washington's defense is owned in 70% of leagues, so. 
That's not good. <laughs> you, everybody was wrong on him. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, I mean. Let's go over to the other side then, and some streaming quarterbacks. Some streaming quarterbacks. All right. Yes. Streaming quarterbacks for the week. I'll go ahead and kick it off. I really like Baker Mayfield going against Minnesota. Minnesota has given up a lot of passing yards to start out the year. So I will, I mean, I think there's a chance they could run the ball, but I think Baker could do well in this matchup. Well, I think what makes Baker an attractive option, I don't know if I'd necessarily want to stream him. But he's a safe option. I think he's going to be guaranteed to get you between 18 and 20 points and not do much. They're too much of a running team, I think, to really consider him as like a a boom quarterback. But if you're looking for a safe option. Yeah, he's averaging 16 right now. Um, So, you know, it's it's nothing where you're going to be fully expecting blow up game but there could be a blow up game in this week if mm-hmm. it gets into a shootout with yeah. Minnesota cuz right now Kirk Cousins is balling he's playing uh, well I think he's got eight touchdowns zero interceptions well he needs that cuz uh Minnesota fans are ready to chop his head off here <laughs> if they started off like they did last year so he kind of had no choice I'm looking I think I mean Jameis Winston this week. Jameis going against, against the Giants. Giants. Okay. I think that's a decent streaming option. And I think that's one that could hit big with him throwing multiple touchdown passes. Because I think, like this last week, they showed they're going to use Kamara for passing. He's going to get touches that way too. And so, Matt Ryan, who is also a potential streaming option this week, going against that 32nd ranked Washington defense uh, had 18.9 points against the Giants team that uh, you're saying that Jameis could go against. So, once again, that's not a huge number, but that's it's enough to get you if you yeah. have a good team around you. So that's, that's all you really look for. Mm-hmm. So I like that one a lot. The surprisingly the main option that I'm seeing on the waiver wires in terms of like projected points is Taylor Heineke going against Atlanta. That's actually probably not a bad one. Atlanta's, I think in all reality, Atlanta's probably worse at defense than Washington. And so I think, and then on top of it, Heineke's shown he can he can put up the points. Yeah, so Heineke is actually a, a very sneaky one, you know. You don't necessarily want to look at your starting roster and see Taylor Heineke as your quarterback, but it's not a bad option this week. He had 23 against uh, the Giants in week two, and then last week against the Buffalo defense, he had 24. So, you know. That's pretty good. Not too bad. But all right, that's going to be it for our waiver, unless you have anybody else to add. Not really. No tight ends for this week. I mean, I'll throw out Dawson Knox again. (laughs) If you didn't do it last week, hey, he's looking good. So, Dawson Knox, Chowder's boy. That's my guy for Chowder now. Uh, <laughs> just like Sam Darnold was, too. Sam Darnold is balling. but I just don't see it carrying over now that he lost He lost uh, McCaffrey. Okay. 
Well, I have a list of players here that's going to be on the other side of do we drop these guys in week, going into week four. These are guys that are rostered in, you know, a decent amount of leagues. So All we're going right. to talk about should we drop them first on my list. Uh, Actually, let me go with the first on my list because this guy was drafted high. So we're going to go with Mr. Robbie Anderson. For the Carolina Panthers, so far, he had a decent week one, but that week one was three targets, and the only thing that saved him was he had one catch for 57 yards and a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Other than that, in New Orleans, he had six targets, three catches, 38 yards, and then last week against Houston, two targets, one catch, eight yards. Uh, what do you do with Robbie Anderson? So we talked about it. Last week was tough because as soon as they lost McCaffrey, they had no time to throw the ball. So it took away. I think I look at Robbie almost like a Deshaun Jackson. He's the home run hitter. It's can you count on it? <sighs> it's hard. yeah. It's weird because it was like that's what he was in New York for all those mm-hmm. years. Last year, we kind of saw a little bit of a different Robbie Anderson where he was more of, you know, the possession guy, you know, getting open and stuff like that. So it's definitely been a flip of the script again. So the targets definitely worry me. Yeah. But I'm not dropping him right now. I don't think you drop him yet. I think it's too early to drop. Especially right now because where are those Christian McCaffrey targets going to go? Yeah. They're, gonna They're have... not going to give as many to Chuba Hubbard as they are to Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I want to wait and see if he comes out this week and throws a dud. By all means, yeah. get rid of him. Nope, I would agree. I think, yeah, with him, with McCaffrey going down, he's got a little bit more upside that maybe hold, you keep holding on to him for it. Yeah, right now he is rostered in 93% of leagues. So. Ouch. Um, he's definitely disappointed you. Don't start him this week, but see what happens this week with him on your bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, 69th overall receiver. Not where you wanted him to be at this point No, in your leagues. Um, go with another guy here. He was a hot pickup after week one, had a really good game. But Mark Ingram, running back for the Houston Texans, are you willing to just let him go? I think there's better options out there. Yeah, week one against Jacksonville, he did have 26 carries, 85 yards, and a touchdown. Big game. But then after that, against Cleveland, 14 carries for 41 yards. And then last week, six carries for 21 yards. That's not going to get a it done. spiral. Especially when he has four targets on the year. Only two catches, and those two catches went for a total of negative two yards. Yeah. So yeah, no. I think you. I would almost rather have uh, Philip Lindsay on my team instead of Ingram. I would rather have uh, Ty Johnson from the New York Jets. Yeah. Over him, but uh, you know it's. I mean, they just play catch up ball. They're playing from behind most of the time. They're trying to catch up. Which, I think that's what helped him week one was because they had a lead yeah, on Jacksonville. Exactly. So uh, he was able to to get that done. 
But yeah, I think we're both in agreement here. He's a droppable asset. Yeah. So. He definitely doesn't have an upside to sit in. No. Shit, I would almost pick up Royce Freeman and drop him. At least Freeman's got a chance to do something now. I almost want to say David Johnson has been getting more involved too the past couple weeks. Um, I mean, shit, you traded uh, Hopkins for him, so you better even start then, trying no, to use him. I don't think I want any of the Texans running backs. So we'll go to the next name. Um, a guy that I am having such a freaking difficult time with. I've thought about dropping him for the past two weeks already. <laughs> Rookie running back Trey Sermon. What did he do this last week? He had 10 carries for 31 yards, but got bailed out with a one-yard touchdown run that salvaged a week of 10.4 points with him as the main guy. Didn't play at all against week one against Detroit, week two against Philly. One carry for eight yards and a concussion. Um it's been difficult. I wish I could have seen a big game, bigger game mm-hmm. from him to make me feel a little bit more confident. At this point, I just don't know what to think about him. I think I, I think I've got to hold out hope on him for one reason, and it's because of the rotating backfield back there. Of you never know what's going to happen. I feel like there's. Every week with that backfield, there's a new injury. Someone's getting banged up. And maybe it's just my uh, Shanahan trying to just relax him into the NFL. I don't know. I'm very concerned because they had like four carries to start out, out the game. And it was like one carry for Sermon, one carry for the fullback use check, one carry for Kittle. And one carry for, I think it was Ayuk. So it's like, they had four carries and they only gave him one. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm probably going to keep him I on my team. I think you got to keep him a week. Another one. Especially to see what happens if Elijah Mitchell comes back. And if he gets used. I don't know what to do though. And it sucks. No, that does. Because the worst part about him is where you drafted him. Is why it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Because you usually drafted him 8th to 10th round, I would say. Mm-hmm. So it's been like you've used a little bit of capital on him. But what is he doing at this point? Yeah. <clears throat> I think I, I would I would keep him for another week. You got, I, I would. Yeah. And go to another one of my draft misses so far. A.J. Dillon. Rostered in nearly 70% of leagues, averaging 3.3 points per game in yeah. fantasy. I was expecting more of a dual usage from the running backs like they did last year. I think we all were. I mean, I, I, I have A.J. Dillon on my team right now, too. And you, know, I wasn't ever planning on starting him. It's, no. I think I've rostered him because he is a good enough running back that, you know, that couple weeks that he might get the start, the nod, because Aaron Jones gets banged up or something. He is a good guy to have. 
yeah, if Aaron Jones were to ever go down and he's on the waiver, You're... he's a guy that you could throw a lot of fab at. Yeah. But it's just right now it's hard to have him rostered. He's just eating up a spot. Yeah, he's got a total of four catches on the year for 23 yards. And then in terms of rushing, not much better. Nothing. He's never had, He hasn't had over 20 yards so far in a game. I mean, at the same time, he's one of the first players I look at when I'm looking at players to drop for a waiver pickup. Like when I went for Elijah Mitchell, he was the first one gone. So, I'm yeah, just, he is droppable, but... I, I see, and he's droppable, but I'm holding up that hope. Like, I think I'm, I, on my team that I have him on, I'm deep enough at running back that I'm willing to keep that spot rostered for him. Just in case for that one week. Like, it's an in-case play. But some people may not have that luxury. And so then maybe, do you, could you trade him, you think, to someone? At this point, no. You don't think he has any value to anyone? Not any trade value at this point. Unless you're getting a scrub receiver back. Yeah, and it's like at that point, you might have a better option on the waiver wire to pick up instead of him. I'm okay with you dropping him. But my dumbass will probably hold on to him. So we're gonna. I, go. I know I'm holding him, but I think it's like I said, it's one of the first players I'm dropping for a waiver. Okay, I've mentioned three running backs so far. This might be the most dis uh, disappointing running back of them all so far, though. Ronald Jones, and oh, I'm saying yes, bye bye, Ronald. Are you? I am. He's averaging 1.5 fantasy points per game. He's got mental mess up too right now his just headspace isn't right after his fumble i think week one right mm-hmm. yeah that one did it in for him yeah he's i just don't see him getting any work did fournette start this week yes he fournette did. started giovanni bernard's been getting more work in terms of the passing game i'm willing to say bye to ronald jones i don't think he's really that he's I just don't see anything worth it with him. The Tampa Bay backfield was already ugly to begin with. Yep. And if he's the third guy at this point, you don't want that. So I'm willing to say bye-bye to Ronald Jones. Yeah. Get up out of my house. He had 12 snaps in the Rams game. He's not in there very much. He had five carries in those 12 snaps for 11 yards. Yeah. So... No, I would I would say yeah, I think he's droppable. Yeah. I've never been a Ronald Jones guy, but this has been even below my expectations. Yeah. All right, we'll that, go. I mean, it's a passing team. They're not really looking to pound the ball like he needs to be able to be effective rusher. No, and if it's pound the ball, then it's Leonard Fournette at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> We'll go to one more receiver I have on my list. That's going to be Miko Hardman. I had him on this list even before the Josh Gordon signing, but even now it makes it even more interesting. Even without that, I think I would almost drop him. He, I mean, against Baltimore, he had eight targets, which is nice. Five catches, 55 yards. This week, three catches for 33 yards and a touchdown, but... At this point, it's just he's one of those guys that's gonna just be a clog mm-hmm. on your on your bench. You're never gonna feel comfortable starting him. 
That's, so why have him? Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. Like, there's no comfortability starting. No. At that point, I would much rather, if you're streaming defenses every week, possibly even look at the next week matchup and, like, someone that has a really good matchup, roster a second defense just to do it instead of him because it's, like, at this point, like I said, you know, you don't feel comfortable starting him. No. So... It is what it is. That'd be the same reason with like Ronald Jones too. I'll never feel comfortable starting him, so why save a space? Yeah. Anybody else you have that you are would potentially look at dropping? That I'm potentially dropping. Uh, how about like a? Well, I guess that's not too bad. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. That's a tough one. Like, tight ends gets tough. I, I, tight ends is hard because it's like if you don't have... If you uh, don't have one, two, three, four, five guy, you're... Yeah, it's like, who cares? Yeah. No, I don't... As of now, I don't have many others. Okay. All right, well, let's get into our pick em, then for the week. Go ahead and start out with Thursday night game. Jacksonville at Cincinnati. I think we both know where we're going here. Yeah. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> um, I'm really happy to see Joe Burrow looking, you know, a little bit comfortable. Um, it's nice to see no him finding. Yeah. It's he's he was a guy last year that I I really kind of fell in love with as a player because I mm. just feel like he's. He's a, a franchise quarterback, so yeah. it's been nice to see so far. Jacksonville turns the ball over way too much, and there's a chance they do that again. Yeah, nope. Washington at, at Atlanta. Now, that's an interesting one. My question is, so what do you do with Pitt uh, at this point? He is my only tight end, and he's going to stay my only tight end. You're keeping him? I'm keeping him. I mean, he has not had a a good good season so far. He yeah, the expectations he had to live up. Week two was, you know, decent, but it's nowhere where you want, but at this point what else who's are you gonna who's do? who's out there? Yeah. I still would probably feel more comfortable starting pits than even a Dawson Knox than you said. Well, so. I mean I would too, I think. It sucks that you know you spent like me a higher pick on pick him. on him, but you know it's a growing pain for the tight end position. Yeah, you gotta just kind of wait and see what happens. So, um, Washington, the Jets, two pretty decent matchups. So hopefully we can see a little bit out of them mm-hmm. this week, and hopefully you drafted pretty well around him that it doesn't matter so yeah it sucks but yeah um i don't know i don't really want to pick this game i think i got washington i think i do too but i don't feel comfortable with it uh yeah i think it's i just atlanta's defense is so bad they can't stop anyone yeah they are um we will go to houston at buffalo believe we're both gonna go buffalo here yep so 
Should be hopefully another. Well, hopefully they show up again. Houston just gives them nice competition. There's, it's it's just like they might be lacking in talent in Houston, but the fact that the effort is there, and that's what you like to see, especially mm-hmm. out of a team that's you know a little bit younger and everything like that. So, hopefully it continues. I really like seeing it. It actually kind of gives me a little hope that some of these players aren't so wrapped up in anything else that they're just willing to go and play as hard as they can even though they know. I mean, for a lot of them too, it's even a tryout for the next team. So Yeah. But we'll go to Detroit at Chicago. Freaking Matt Nagy <laughs> came out and said, it could, a... be, it could be... It could be Dalton, it could be Fields, it could be Foles. Yeah. Um, it could be your job. Uh, it is his job. That's why he doesn't know what to do right now. For you to have a game plan where your rookie quarterback gets sacked nine times, that's on you, bud. Yeah. Um, it's not even on the O-line at that point. You're not even going to add extra protection. Or... Like a five-man protection for... I think it said like 95% of the pass plays. I'm going to try it here, actually. I don't have any trust in Chicago's offense. I'm going to go Detroit as well, actually. I just feel like they're actually playing hard. Yeah. If they give it to Foles, then it's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, the, the Foles option is only if Fields were, I think, to like get hurt. Yeah. Once you start Fields, you got to keep him in there. He's a rookie. He's going to have pains. At least the Jets aren't sitting there going, thinking, we're going to bench Zach Wilson. Like They're like, it's a rookie. We're gonna... Jets and Jags are going through the punches. You know, yeah. rookies have a tougher tougher time of it. You know, Peyton Manning had a rough rookie season, so it's, yep. it's to be expected in some games. But we'll go ahead and go to Carolina at Dallas. 3-0 Carolina. Does that end here? And I'm going to say yes. I think so. In Dallas, uh, without Christian McCaffrey, I think Dallas pulls it off. But shout out to your boy, Sam Darnold. He is playing good football right now, now that he doesn't have uh, Adam Case around him. Yeah. DJ Moore has been playing well. We'll see where Trayvon Diggs plays in terms of if he'll shadow DJ Moore at all. I don't think he will, but yeah, Dallas. Pulls it off in my mind. I think so. Yeah, I just... That defense can zone in a lot more now that they don't have to worry about Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, it changes <clears throat> a lot. Indy at Miami. This game seemed like it would have a little bit more luster to start the season, but no Tua. Indianapolis is 0-3. Indy's played three really good teams, though, and they've been in all the games. Seattle week one, they came back, almost pulled off the backup the win there. Second week, they play the Rams, who I think is the best team in the league right now. And then last week, they played... Uh, who did they play? I can't remember who they played. Tennessee. Hmm. Yeah, Tennessee's ten- not like Tennessee the worst looked, team. Tennessee looked bad week one, but then they pulled off the... Comeback of Seattle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't disagree. I'm going Indy. I think, yeah, I'm going Indy. I don't. I already said start their defense. I think their offense can do enough. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, their offense hasn't been like hurting. It doesn't hurt them. It, yeah. We saw Pittman have double digit targets again, so that's nice if you're an owner of him. But Cleveland at Minnesota. Going Cleveland, I think their defense has got their groove back after last week and the nine sacks. Minnesota, Kirk Cousins is playing well, but their defense isn't what they wanted it to be. So I got to go Cleveland here. God, we're literally. Have we picked every single game the same? This is the seventh one in a row, and we've picked the same team, so I'm going Cleveland too. We'll... And we'll make it eight in a row on the next one. God, I don't know where we're Nine gonna... in a row. I don't know where we're going to differ, but. Oh, New <laughs> York Giants at New Orleans. Let's go ahead and go New Orleans here with both of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, Giants just, they can't beat Atlanta. I don't know who they can really beat, let's be honest. Yeah, so, no, I would agree. Um, maybe the Jets? Maybe. Maybe. Tennessee at New York to play the Jets. I think we're going to both go Tennessee here. Yep. That's fun. <laughs> hey, Derrick Henry should have a freaking game, though. I don't know. New York is 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 a bad team, but they they have some talent on that D line. So I just see it being a, a run fest. I think it could be. I think Tennessee could get up early. So we'll see. Kansas City at Philadelphia. Sorry to you and your Eagles, but I don't see them losing. Or to, they, I don't see them beating Kansas City, so I'll go KC here. Yeah? you picking your Eagles, and you're not picking your Eagles. I'm picking my Eagles. Really? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Hell, yeah. Arizona. It's in Philly. I That defense is so you susceptible. You really think the, the Chiefs are going 1-3? and three? Crazier shit has happened, Derek. I'm not doing it. Arizona at LA to play the Rams. Well, it looks like to be the best team right now. Kyler looks good, but the Rams at home. I don't see the Cardinals beating them. So. Yeah, I've got the Rams. As much as I like Cardinals, I like DeAndre. I just can't see that defense doing anything to really slow down Stafford. I got to bring this up, though, because it was quite possibly one of the worst trade offers I've ever gotten in my life. It was a Dynasty League, and I got an offer. Um, they wanted me to trade away Cooper Cup, uh-huh. and in return, uh-huh. I would get a second-round pick Oh my God. and Peyton Barber. So, yeah, no. Damn, they really valued that rookie pick like it was something big. Second rounder in Peyton Barber. I don't even know if I'd trade him for a first rounder in Peyton Barber. No, I wouldn't. At this point, no. I could get a lot more. He's the number one wide receiver in the NFL. Seattle at San Francisco. Seattle struggled the past two weeks. Well, and they've blown leads. Yeah. That's the scary part. And San Francisco has looked decent. Welcome back to reality, Brandon Ayuk. He had a pretty decent week, yep. so uh, hopefully he He's... earns the trust of Kyle Shanahan at this point. Hopefully he got off the shit list. 
I don't want to, but I'm going to go Seattle here. Damn it. I'm going to go Seattle, too. <laughs> I just don't... Yeah. Damn it. All right. Baltimore at Denver. This is a matchup. This is a... This will see if Denver is really real. Yeah. Um, that's what I was just about to say. Are they a real contender? I, you know... I'm going to go with a homer pick. I will go with Denver here. I'm I just see Baltimore struggled and lost to the Las Vegas Raiders and then just struggled against the Detroit Lions. So I think I think Denver's defense really is a real team right now. So I think it's a homer pick for me, but I also think we're going to see... It's not... It, it's a legit pick, though. It's, it's not like me picking Philly over KC. Like, it, let's get real. If we can contain Lamar Jackson... That's the big one. Then we should be good. Uh, By the way, Hollywood Brown had three awful drops this week. Oh my gosh, they were terrible, so... I didn't see them. He was... Uh, one was in the end zone. Oh. One was, like, at the four yard line which he would have easily scored on and it was like at the two minute drill of the first half and it was, that, it was that, not that good kills two minute drills not only that but for a receiver that sticks in your head so it'll be interesting to see how he, he does going forward but yeah uh today spoiler alert don't start him this week pittsburgh at green bay I already said I've taken back my Pittsburgh playoff pick, so I'm going Green Bay. Yeah. Big Ben looked awful. Did you see the play where he threw the pass and then just fell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was bad. Um, I, I, I wasn't. I was. I was shocked he came back this year. I'm shocked they wanted him back this year. They just have no other options. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, but. It was nice to see Najee get 19 targets. As a Najee owner, I really loved that part. I do too, but at the same time, there's no trust. I like I I have to start him because he's there. But it sucks. I'm like he could literally just not do anything if he doesn't catch anything. They're not very good on. I don't know. It's yeah, but I think he gets enough work each and every week. Yeah. I mean, he's starting every week. He's but. He's the definition of a three-down back right now. He's a heart so. attack every week. When I play him, I always <laughs> yeah. look, and I'm like, did he get over 10? Come on, just get over 10. So, yeah, Najee. Uh, Friermuth caught a touchdown. I think he's taken over for Ebron, so I think that's a decent guy that you could look to see if he's on your waiver wire. But I don't, I don't see them beating Green Bay this week. No. Sunday night game. Tom Brady returns to New England to play against the Patriots. Him and Bill Belichick are not talking. They're not talking? No. So, I don't see see Tampa Bay losing two in a row. Tampa Bay's defense, I don't know what happened from last year, especially returning all those starters, but they have not looked good. So... I think it's a a buildup of a lot of you know, overhypeness a little bit, you know. Players do get older, they lose a step. I think their team, their defense is 
a little bit on the older side on that D line. The D line, yeah, for sure, because they have like Indomitian Sue, who's in his thirties, Jason mm-hmm. Pierre Paul, who I don't know how old he is, but I think he's he's in his. I want to say he's in late twenties or early thirties. Yeah, oh. and he's got missing fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's been. A I little think bit there's rough. just a little little bit of ageness going on. Mm-hmm. They don't have that same vigor that they had last last year so on who's they've played so last week they played the rams who their offense is a killer offense week one they played dallas who played dallas killer offense once again we've seen that yeah a couple weeks now why can't i think who they played week two i'm just trying to figure it out real quick keep talking yeah but like i i think there's i think there's still hope there i don't think it's like a complete gone away i think it's just got to get back to playing again get to playing maybe it's a confidence deal you know they run it around way too much and finally play a game against new england and a rookie quarterback i think you can build some confidence off of it yeah i definitely would agree with that um oh that was oh that was a nice bark there pablo why did that scare me? Because uh, that was a nice bark. He's he's going at it right now. He's registering higher than your voice on the mic. Um, so that's pretty impressive. I'm still trying to figure out. We'll go to. We won't go to it. Tom Brady is actually number one quarterback in fantasy right now. They played Atlanta week two, but okay. Yeah, Atlanta scored a decent amount of points. They did. Vegas at the Chargers. Monday night game. I love the Chargers. Vegas is <sighs> undefeated streak ends here. Yeah. Um, they almost lost to the Miami Dolphins they're, or Jacoby Brissett. They're not getting lucky again. It's like, they okay, the Ravens win. Good for them. Like That, yeah. that was a good win. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's win, that doesn't seem as impressive anymore. Yeah. So... And they uh, went to overtime against them, too. Yeah, Chargers, they have a loss against the Cowboys, who look to be a lot better and a lot more improved team. And that that was just like a... I think I talked about it. I think I said they got hosed. Yeah. Yeah, so... Okay, well, we'll go ahead and go to a start and sit segment. Start. Let's get... We're going to switch it up a little bit. Uh, we'll just do a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Who do you want to start this week for sure? You know, obviously don't go with Patrick Mahomes. We're starting him each and every week. Yeah. But quarterback to start this week with confidence. With confidence? Yes. I like it. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert against the Raiders. I like that. Okay. He hasn't. I mean, he didn't have the greatest week against uh, Dallas week two, so definitely see that one. Uh, I will go ahead and go with Ryan Tannehill against the Jets. Feel like he's a definitely yeah. guy that's gonna feel good to start this week. I think so. Yep. Running back to start with confidence. Running back to start with confidence. Oh man. <laughs> I I want to kind of. I'm gonna go with uh, Jonathan Taylor. That's confidence the guy that start. I was. Uh, I was looking at there, uh, going against 
the Miami Dolphins gave up. I think it was, you know, I know I got the shitty trade offer, but Peyton Barber had 80-something yards, I think, uh-huh. 90 possible yards against against um, the Miami defense. I will go ahead and say nobody at this point. No, um, no I will go with... I'm going to go with Joe Mixon like against that. Jacksonville. He's not been – he's been he's decent, been, yeah. but nothing over the top. And I think this week you'll get a higher-end version. I think so. I, I like it with the Jacksonville get up early. That and Mixon, he's one of the guys I know you've been high on for a few years trying to hope he would just work out. And so I think he's actually putting together a decent season this year right now. He's very talented, but it's hard. It is. It uh, is hard because I was like you. I was always high on him. <laughs> Hugo actually just sent in his picks, and it's pretty much every pick that we went with. <laughs> oh, no, he actually went Arizona over the Rams. Wow. And he went San Francisco over Seattle. He did not go the homer pick. He went Baltimore over Denver. So, yeah. Those were the surprise ones. Wide receiver start of the week. Wide receiver start of the week. I will go here, and I'm going to go a little bit on the lower end. I'm actually going to go Corey Davis for the Jets. Tennessee doesn't have the greatest pass defense, so I think he's going to get enough work here to start him. I am probably myself going to start him over Devontae Smith this week. So... I'm I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is, and I would think Corey Davis will have a decent week. That's a I I like it just because like he's the only target there. But Wilson scares the shit out of me. They had a good week one, so I'm I'm banking on that. <clears throat> Especially going against Tennessee's. I mean, the guy got Patriots defense and then the Broncos defense. Okay, that's true. He's. Not had the easiest of times. The easiest of times. Oh, man. <laughs> Even though I'm saying this, Devontae Smith does not have a bad matchup going against KC. I was going to say, but... like, that one's not bad. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, you know who this one's going to be? A, it goes a little bit with my quarterback. Mike Williams. Mike Williams, I he's got to be in the top five right now for oh he's wide receivers. It. He is killing it. It's not like he's like absolutely like he, like Keenan Allen's still getting his touches, but there's just something about that target in the red zone. He's scoring the touchdowns. He's right now Herbert's number one guy. Yeah, and I'm not saying that will last the reg- the rest of the season, but for right now, he's he's the guy. He's just got Keenan. that connection with him. And yeah, I would say I would start him again. Confidence. All right, tight end. This one's hard. I'm gonna go ahead and go with it. Very disappointing start to the season. I think this is gonna be a little bit of a breakout game. I'm going Kyle Pitts. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm hoping for Kyle Pitts. I mean, personally, you gotta think at some point he's gonna have that game. I was shocked he hasn't had it. As your you your Especially guy last your year. guy last week. Was Dawson Knox. Yeah. 
had a good game going against Washington. That's so true. I think Pitts could very well be the guy this week. So I'm going to go Pitts here personally. Um, I know oh, it sucks with, uh, you know, picking tight ends. Yeah, because there's say, very few that you actually want on a week to week basis. So I think uh, no fan. You're gonna go fan here. Yep. Okay. I like that matchup. Uh, tomorrow you're, you're playing Baltimore is a little banged up already on the defensive side. They lost uh, what Peter or no. Uh, yeah, Marcus Peters. Mm-hmm. Denver's got the wide receivers to take some, take it away, but I think they're going to need Fant to, to be able to show up and. He's definitely one of the top options for the Broncos defense, but or for offense. Yeah. But in terms of with like now Judy and Hamler out, he's definitely going to need yeah. a bigger role. Uh, to go with my Pitts argument though, Jared Cook also had five catches for fifty-six yards. Not the greatest, but. You know, it's, it's a decent week. So. I was about to say. <laughs> All right, we'll go with the same kind of uh, layout here. Sits of the week. Sits. Go quarterback. What quarterback do you not want to play this week? As much as I don't want to say it because I feel like you have to no matter what. Like, you have to play him. Kyler Murray. I mean, Brady... Still had a pretty pretty good game against the Rams, but yeah, you're not gonna get week one and two Kyler versus the Rams to be I don't think so. Yeah, it's just it's not gonna happen here. Like I feel like if you have him though, like I have him, I have to play him, but maybe in the league you have other option. Maybe you drafted two quarterbacks early for some reason. I don't know. People do that shit. <laughs> Oh man, this is not a great week for a start sit kind of for a sit for quarterbacks. You know, most quarterbacks look like they have a decent matchup. I will go ahead and say a sit here, though. You know, Big Ben's an obvious one, but so mm-hmm. I'm not going to go that route. I will go with I'm going to go Kirk Cousins. He's been tearing it up, but I think against Cleveland Browns defense, I think he's going to have a little bit of an off week. So I'm going to go Kirk Cousins here. I like that. Which running back do you not want to play this week? Which one do I not want to play? We're going to go with Chris Carson. Against San Francisco? Yep. Okay. I can definitely get on board with that one. For me, I will be going with... Oh, man. Tyson Williams is definitely a guy that you don't want to start, but he had a bad week last week, so I think that one's pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, I will go ahead and go with... I'm going to go Miles Sanders. And that's that's more not the Kansas City defense. It's more... Play calling. Sirianni, not... He's... That has to be a. I think that's got to be close to a record for the number of rushes for running backs in a game. That was awful. Like I, you're telling me three rushes between two running backs. It's awful. 
It just doesn't make sense. I wanted to say I wanted to say it, but I'm a Sanders owner, and I think he'll still get his passing touches enough. But that's w- terrible. Wide receiver that you do not want to start this week. That you don't want to start. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, go with Cortland Sutton. I think he'll be lined up a lot against Marlon Humphrey. So I'm going to say Cortland Sutton is not a guy that you want to start this week. I think they're going to need the running game, Tim Patrick, and no offense. So Cortland Sutton, I honestly, for me, I don't necessarily feel comfortable owning Broncos players as much this year in fantasy just because it's more because Teddy Cor- Teddy Bridgewater is such a good quarterback right now. Uh-huh. And he's spreading the ball around, so it's like he's really good at finding the. Open he's not. Guy. He's not just gonna be like, oh, hey, I gotta get the ball here. Or I gotta get the ball here. So I'm not as comfortable. The running backs are splitting carries, so for me, it's hard. But yeah, Corlin Sutton will be a sit for me this week. I want to. I'm gonna go. I think Allen Robinson's another sit this week. It was definitely a guy I considered. Um, not because of the talent, but because who knows what Chicago's going to do. We've got another head coach problem, and you got a quarterback problem that I don't know if it'll ever be solved this year. Yeah. Tight end. Sit of the week. I'm going to go ahead and sit Travis Kelsey. Just kidding. I'm never going to sit Travis Kelsey. I was about Kelsey. to no. say, I was debating doing my start of him, but that's like a guaranteed. You never sit <laughs> I consider starting Travis Kelsey on his bye week. Uh, that's <laughs> how might. that's how good he is. I will go ahead and go Jonu Smith. Yeah, he hasn't looked very good. None of those tight ends have Hunter Henry. No, Jonu, they've looked crap. But those are probably both guys I got drafted. So that's why I'm gonna go Jonu here. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but tight ends because most of the time you want to say everybody <laughs> I was about uh, to say you know who I'm going to I'm going to sit Dallas Goddard okay I with Ertz right now he's he's eating into his touches and there's very limited with that offense right now and yeah he, I just can't count him I'm an owner of him and I fuck I hate it <laughs> I hate owning him right now <laughs> All right, before we close out, give us one possible sleeper for the week of a guy who can potentially have a a good game that might be on your bench or possibly even waiver wire. Jamal Williams with Detroit. Detroit, okay. I like that. Um... There's not a whole lot that I want to go with here. <laughs> Your Kyle Pitts one's pretty want good. To. Don't make me. I know I brought this up, but don't make me. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Kendrick Bourne for Ooh. Kendrick Bourne for the New England Patriots. And like 80 yards and a touchdown this week. I think he could potentially do it again against Tampa Bay. So, 
Kendrick that's, Bourne. That's a interesting one. Yeah, don't like it, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, what 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 do you got to say before we head out? Anything that you've learned from the first three weeks? Anything you just want to get out there? Anything at all? Anything at all? Anything at all? Just try to turn around your season. Your zero and three. It's not a big deal, guys. It's not. I thought it was last week. I'm 0-3 in a league. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. We talk about it. Bye week's coming up. That's where we start having fun. Mm-hmm. Depth will expose the weak teams in bye weeks. That it will. So keep your head up. Let's get it going. Let's get some wins here. Yep. Um, For me, it's just this is the time. For me especially, I've kind of just let my roster go as is where I've been kind of just starting the guys who've been in my starting lineup since week one. Mm-hmm. But you're getting to that point where you're going to start needing to make decisions of like, hey, I can't play this guy this week. Yeah. So just kind of, it sucks, especially if you're a 2-1, and 3-0 and team. Mm-hmm. But make the necessary adjustments. Make sure you're not starting a defense just because they've done good a couple weeks. Yep. Make sure you just... Observe the matchups, observe the weather, especially since we're getting into fall. And we, let's go win some games. Let's yeah. go win some championships. We got some championships to win. Yeah. Uh, but until then, we will be back again next week. I uh, would love to see you back. Love to not see you because I can't see you. Maybe, hold on, I just closed my eyes. I can see you <laughs> he's now. He's imagining. I can see I, all of got you. It. Yep. All 12 of you. You guys are all beautiful. <laughs> so... Uh, but yeah, we will be back. Be posting a little bit more, hopefully, once we get Hugo back. Um, but yeah, we're going to get out of here. The boy's the got some punishments coming. He's got three punishments. So <laughs> I'm going to call Chris right now and see what he wants to punish Hugo with. Oh, but something really good. Oh, uh, so. yeah. But, anyways, we love you guys. We're going to get out of here. Have fun. Have a good week for. Sit down. Have a drink. Have a beer. I know I will. Peace out.